Section 23 of Greece and Rome. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia as the narrator. Alan Mapstone as Dionysus. T.J. Burns as Aeschylus. Monica as Chorus. Thomas Peter as Euripides. Phone as the voice and nemo as pluto the world story volume four greece and rome edited by eva march tappan section twenty three the bout between the poets four hundred five b c by aristophanes it was the custom in athens to have plays acted but twice a year three poets were allowed to present four plays each to the one which was voted best the state price was given the frogs the play from which the following extract is taken was produced in four hundred and five b c and its author aristophanes received the first prize according to this play athens has no poets and dionysus goes to hades in search of one aeschylus and euripides contend for the honour by reciting verses alternately the editor come stop the singing i've had quite enough what i want is to bring him to the balance the one sure test of what our art is worth so that's my business next come forward please i'll weigh out poetry like so much cheese a large pair of scales is brought forward while the chorus sing oh the workings of genius are keen and laborious he is a new wonder incredible glorious who but this twain have the boldness of brain so to quaint an invention to run such a marvellous thing if another had said it had happened to him i should never have credited i should have just thought that he must simply be talking for fun come take your places by the balance there, there now each take hold of it and speak your verse and don't let go until i say cuckoo aeschylus and euripides taking their stand at either side of the balance we have it now each a verse into the scale euripides quoting the first verse of his medea would god no argo e'er had winged the brine aeschylus quoting his philoctetes spercius and ye haunts of grazing kine cuckoo let go ah down comes aeschylus far lower why what can be the explanation that river he put in to wet his wares the way wool-dealers do and make them heavier besides you know the verse you gave had wings well let him speak another and we'll see take hold again then there, there you are. are now speak euripides quoting his antigone persuasion save in speech no temple hath aeschylus quoting his niobe lo one god craves no offering 
even death. Let go, let go. Why, his goes down again. He put in death, a monstrous heavy thing. But my persuasion made a lovely line. Persuasion has no bulk and not much weight. Do look about you for some ponderous line to force the scale down. Something large and strong. Where have I such a thing now? Where? Dionysus mischievously quoting some unknown play of Euripides. I'll tell you. Achilles has two aces and a four. Come, speak your lines. This is the final bout. Euripides quoting his Meliagar. A mace of weighted iron his right hand sped. Aeschylus quoting his Glaucus. Chariot on chariot lay, dead piled on dead. Dionysus, as the scale turns. He beats you this time too. How does he do it? Two chariots and two corpses in the scale. Why, ten Egyptians couldn't lift so much. Aeschylus breaking out. Come, no more line for lines. Let him jump in and sit in the scale himself, with all his books, his wife, his children, his caphisophone. I'll back two lines of mine against the lot. The central door opens, and Pluto, with his suite, comes forth. Room for the king! Pluto to Dionysus. Well, is the strife decided? Dionysus to Pluto. I won't decide. The men are both my friends. Why should I make an enemy of either? The one's so good, and I so love the other. In that case, you must give up all you came for. And if I do decide? Why, not to make your trouble fruitless, you may take away whichever you decide for. Hearty thanks. Now, both approach, and I'll explain. I came down here to fetch a poet. Why a poet? That his advice may guide the city true, and so keep up my worship. Consequently, I'll take whichever seems the best adviser. Advise me first of Alcibiades, whose birth gives travail still to Mother Athens. What is her disposition towards him? Well, she loves and she hates, and longs still to possess. I want the views of both upon that question. Out on the burgher, who to serve his state is slow, but swift to do her deadly hate, with much wit for himself and none for her. Good, by Poseidon, that. To Aeschylus. And what do you say? No lion's whelp within thy precinct's rays. But if it be there, bend thee to its ways. By Zeus the Saviour I still can't decide. The one so fine, and the other so convincing. Well, I must ask you both for one more judgment. What steps do you advise to save our country? I know, and am prepared to say. Say on. Where mistrust now has sway, 
put trust to dwell and where trust mistrust and all is well i don't quite follow please say that again not quite so cleverly and rather plainer if we count all the men whom now we trust suspect and call on those whom now we spurn to serve us we may find deliverance yet and what say you first tell me about the city what servant does she choose the good great heavens she loathes them and takes pleasure in the vile not she but has perforce to let them serve her what hope of comfort is there for a city that quarrels with her silk and hates her hodden that's just what you must answer if you want to rise again i'll answer there not here no better send up blessings from below her safety is to count her enemies land her own yea and her own her enemies her ships her treasures and her treasures dross good though it all goes down the juror's throat come give your judgment well i'll judge like this my choice shall fall upon him my soul desires remember all the gods by whom you swore to take me home with you and choose your friend my tongue hath sworn but i'll choose aeschylus what have you done you traitor i i've judged that aeschylus gets the prize why shouldn't i canst meet mine eyes fresh from thy deed of shame what is shame that the theatre deems no shame hard heart you mean to leave your old friend dead who knoweth if to live is but to die if breath is bread and sleep a woolly lie come in then both again to feast with me before you sail with pleasure that's the way duly to crown a well-contented day they all depart into the house oh blessed are those who possess an extra share of brains tis a fact that more or less all fortunes of men express is now by showing an intellect glowing this man his home regains brings benefit far and near to all who may hold him dear and stanches his country's tear all because of his brains end of section twenty three this recording is in the public domain